Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Free on the Inside, your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and co-host Richard Daniel. Richard Daniel is going to uh, host the show this morning, so I'm going to kick back and relax and, and see what God is going to do at this end time. The call-in number is 310-982-4126. Please call in the show and talk to our host, Brother Richard Daniel. And we're going to go from there. The next voice you'll hear will be Brother Richard Daniel. is on Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, now, brother Dan. You on the net? Good morning, good morning, Rebels. How you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm going to just go ahead and let you host the show, and uh, I'm going to kick back and enjoy listening to it, to to you, and see what God is going to do. Okay, so go right ahead and enjoy the show and enjoy yourself on Blog Talk Radio, free on the inside. All right, all right. Hello, how you doing today, out in the land of? Living while we're here today. And uh, as we go forward today, I'd like to say that uh, because uh, today is uh, uh, one of the days in the month that is a Black History Month, uh, I'm going to try to have something like a synopsis of uh, different categories of uh, people that made an impact of black America during the history. It's history, which is it's a vast area of people. It's kind of hard to just you know, understand that you can just say it's black history month and just basically have a uh, one month because we all have been in history for all times, you know. <laughs> I was looking today, and I was um, trying to figure out, well, I got um, I got black people in the Bible. <laughs> I got black people in the Bible back in the, you know, Genesis days. I got uh, black people in sports. We got black people in music. We got black people in movies. We got black people in adventures. We got black people in politics. And it's pretty hard for you to say that we're going to give a person a month, which is one of the shortest months of the year. But we try to do the best we can. So, as I go about right now, I kind of gave it a category, you know. We're going to start off with a...
Yeah, hello. Well, sorry about the interruption. It's, you know, things get like that sometimes, you know. And as I said before, we got broke off. There's a vast history of black people. And it's very hard to get a, get just one area of uh, that you can say that you try to honor black history. So I'm starting out with the biblical part of it, you know, like, uh, and as I read through the Bible, I started uh, uh, the first account of a black person was in Cush, but he was the son of Noah, and you know what happened with him, he kind of got exiled, and he kind of got exiled away from Noah, and he started a group of people called the Cushites. And um second account of a black person was uh Zephyria, and she was the wife of Moses. And basically what happened with her was you know like uh Moses' brother and his sister kinda didn't like uh Moses marrying a black woman. So they rebuked against him and then God rebuked against them and he uh, afflicted Moses' sister with leprosy. And then another account we have in the Bible was a mighty black man that helped Jesus carry the cross. He was an Ethiopian. And so you can say, you know, we all started in history a long time ago. And so, as I went back in the area of sports, you know, I'm real high on sports figures because, you know, back in the day when they had a, a lot of professional sports teams, they tried to compete against each other and the game was real boring, you know, the games like baseball, football, basketball. It seemed like it was kind of boring because, you know, the, um, some of these shots, you know, the dunking and all this wasn't in baseball. I mean, the hitters, they, you know, we had one hitter, you know, he was Italian guy, his name was Babe Ruth. But uh, I had another guy, his name was Josh Gibson. And he was a catcher in the Negro League. And basically, he said he had more hits than Babe Ruth had. But basically, they didn't, they didn't put him in the major leagues because he just wasn't ready. They said they, people just wasn't ready for it today. And he could hit the ball, man. You see, he hit the, he hit the ball. He hit that ball. He hit the ball. You know, but basically, they let two people. Really, it was uh, Satchel Page and Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson was the first black to play in the major league for the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1947. 
And he went through a lot of prejudice because of his color throughout the other players that the basically they weren't ready for him to be playing with him. So he took a lot of abuse from the players and the fans. And it was a dumb. Owner, his name was Branch Ricky. He told Jackie Robinson he wanted him to be a first, but at the same time, he wanted him to be humble and to take this abuse because he picked him because he knew he could handle it. All this abuse, this racial abuse. The physical abuse on the players because they used to hit him with baseballs. They used to spike him with these spikes. Some of the fans used to throw stuff at him. And, and they, he also got threats in the mail about if you get out on that field, you're a dead man. So, you know, I could say he was a very... He had to be a real special person mentally and physically in order to take all this. As we go on in the sports line, I got somebody that's real familiar to us because, you know, his, his uh, brother, Deacon Reverend Lewis, he was a Lincoln alumni. Uh his name was Alvin Haynes, and he went to the North Texas State, back then it was known as North Texas State University, and he went there in 1956, and he um, also was one of my, um, he was my first boss man, principal of the school that I used to work at. His name was Leon, Dr. Leon King. They were two of the first black men to play for the University of North Texas, back then, North Texas State University. And they also had to take a lot of abuse from people, fans, players. I think on account, they said he went to a... Um, a visiting city that they had to keep their helmets on because people were throwing pop bottles and watermelons and stuff out on the field. And can you just imagine, you know, you going through all this abuse at the same time you're trying to get an education and the same same time you're trying to play a sport for your school that you're doing. And it's, you can understand it had to be continuous time that we're playing in. So uh, at the same time, Abner Haynes played, and in 1960, he was drafted by the Dallas Texans, which in turn started to be the Kansas City Chiefs. And he led the Chiefs in receiving, running, kickoff returns, 
He did everything. And they won the elves. Back in the day, they had the AFL, American Football League, before it merged with the NFL. And he led the league in everything. But at the same time, they traded these players back in the day. You know, they traded them at the drop of a drop of a pin. So he went to the Denver Broncos next. He went to the Miami Miami Dolphins. Then he went to the nine New York Jets. There's four teams, four or five teams he went to. At the same time, every time he went to a team, he did the best he could. So Alvin Haynes is still alive today. He's 81 years old. He's a black man. But at the same time, Leon King got his doctor's degree, and they are honored by UNT right now being the first pioneers of race playing football. So, as we go back now, I'm going off into the movies. And in movies, I think the first the first uh, person I know in movies it was a black man. I think it was this guy that was on uh, Amos and Andy. And he was uh, one of the first black pioneers in making movies. And it's another guy, his name is Oscar DeFraflin. He was a black film producer, a writer, and he wrote and produced some of the first black movies, which back in the 1930s, they had a lot of movies. Some of them had sound, some of them didn't. When sound first came on, uh, these low-budget movies was easy to produce, but they didn't have a, a distributor to put them in the major market. So if you look at the Internet, you can see there's a lot of black movies. A lot of these film producers came from New York. New York was kind of like the the threshing part for producers that make movies because, you know, the Jewish people had access to film. They had access to music. And some of the pioneer musicians and the pioneer movie producers came from New York before they went out to to the West Coast and Hollywood. So as we had these movie directors and producers, they also went into music. And as I seen uh, the first black lady 
to winning. To winning. When the Oscar was Harry McDaniel. And this woman won the Oscar for not being the one of the main actors in the movies. She won the Oscar for being a supporting actress in Gone with the Wind. And it was kind of rare for a supporting actress to win an Oscar and just being a black person because the role she had in this movie was a maid. But her role was so important that she basically made this movie because it was really boring to me. <laughs> You know, I've looked at the movie before and I can remember a couple of roles that Clark Gable said and a lot of, you know, stuff he said in the movie. And I said, man, I, I couldn't see myself even looking at the movie like that. And, you know, just saying, you know, she was in it. But she won this Oscar. And that was real first for a black woman. So as we moved on in the movie, we had another guy. He was an orator. He was a politician. Yeah. 
kind of keep it here. The same time it's out there. All you guys do is surf the web. You can find out everything. What's happening? What was happening? So, as we go through this month, what we're trying to do every every week we're doing this month, we're going to try to make a, two or three statements for a black American and try to tell what they did. You know, one of my main one of my main heroes was and some of y'all can test with me. He kinda really gave everybody kinda gave everybody, you know, a dream because he never seemed like he could get beat. He never gave up. Even though they took him, they stripped him of his title. His name was, his first name, he was born, his name was Cassius Clay. Cassius Marcellus Clay. He was born in Louisville, Kentucky. And he was a great man. And he started off boxing because somebody stole his bicycle. And it was a police officer that got him and told him that, you know, he wanted to basically beat this person up. So, well, this police officer said, well, you'd be better off if you go to the boxing match and I'll teach you how to fight. And so he went to the, you know, these are little boxing places, and he learned how to box and box. And so he got real good. And so these uh, white people that had money, they saw that he was a good fighter, and they started backing him. And then he got real good. And after he graduated from high school, he went to the Olympics. And he won the gold medal in boxing in the Olympic Olympics. And after that, he joined the nation of is is the nation of Islam. And he changed his name to Muhammad Ali, which was kind of it's kind of hard for people to accept back in the day, but, you know, they did it. And then a lot of people didn't really understand what was going on. So the first person he beat was Sonny Liston to win the championship. And he beat Sonny Liston by a mysterious punch that he said it was so fast, he, nobody could see it. He didn't even see it himself. And he knocked out Sonny Liston to get the championship of boxing. The world champion, the heavyweight champion of the world. In fact, Muhammad Ali won the heavyweight champion three times. He won the heavyweight champion of the world three times. He was a great man. But in fact, 
he was a great orator because he knew how to speak. And I think he got a lot of record albums and comedy albums. And if you listen to him and if you go on the Internet, you can see that he talks. 